your shows, your entertainment, and your network. This is Rant Wrestling champion, the man who won the title right here in Atlanta, Georgia, Dusty Rhodes. Welcome back, Dusty. God, hold this just a minute. You want a little bit? It would be nice if I played the right promo to start the show. Let's start that over. Your shows, your entertainment, and your network. This is Rant Dusty, I noticed, though, you're missing something that you've had in the last several weeks. Bob Collar, I ain't missing nothing, brother. Let me tell you what. That woman that had drove me to drinking, Jack. I mean, she got so close at times of making me take a nip here and there. I was crazy. Tell that Blanchett, good riddance, Jack. Take her. But I'm going to tell you one thing. When you mark it down, she got to stay out of my face from now on. I don't want to see her because... I'm going to do something that I should have done a long time ago and finished it. Woo! Man, that woman's something else. Anyway, Ole and I and Anderson, America's Team Dusty Rhodes, and Magnum TA. Street smart as we are now, then, dude's going to be paid. It's two against two. It ain't one-on-one. It ain't, it ain't two-on-two or four-on-five or six-on-six. It's me and Magnum against you and I and Anderson. And we're going to break it down for you. I mean, from the time I was born, I was running bad, Jack. I mean, they had to chase me around the hospital, you understand, to try to get me to calm down. I was throwing elbows on nurses and leg-diving doctors, Jack. Now then, you got to understand through all these years of being out there in the street, being educated by the brothers on the street, I hold the most prestigious title in the world besides Rick Flair. Tell about you remember that. The world's television title. They got to come to me to get it. Rick Flair, I ain't do with you. Tell that Blanchard, I ain't do with you. And only nine Anderson, America's team, one time now gonna break loose on you, Jackson. Get ready for it, cause we bad. Bad, bad, to the bone. Snacks today. Let's see. Oh. Okay. Well, she hit the red ones. She's not dumb. Hold on. Let's see, we've got a package of uh, Jolly Ranchers here. They were on sale at. Uh... Damn it! She didn't open the bag yet, so I can't open. 
I want a fruit punch with Jolly Rancher. I guess I'll have to wait. I'll stick to uh, what flavors are in here? Pineapple, peach, yuck, strawberry, okay, lemon and orange. Let's stick with an orange. It's orange, it's peach. What the hell are the orange ones? Here we go. Alright, Tuesday night, July 20th, 2021. Let's play that out. Episode 695 of The Rant is officially live across the airwaves of Rant Entertainment Media, RantEMRadio.com. Tune in Radio Stitcher, iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and a plethora of other platforms. We're live on Tuesday night. We're back. We're here. We're chatting it up. Chatting it up. Double A, as always, being joined by Tony C. Hey, yo. And, uh, you know, I'm really going to fry the fry some ass here on Instagram. You know, we, to, to promote the that? show, we've, we've been posting that we're live on the air on Instagram, right? And uh, the comment sections get flooded with spam. Because, you know, you're hashtagging different things, Raw, SmackDown, NXT, Dynamite, whatever. And because NXT is on the air right now, they're flooding the thing. Promote your show on! So, the hell with them! Anyways. It's another Tuesday night. I'll talk about Lizzie in a second, because I'm looking at Lizzie, you know, wearing a Bash at the Beach t-shirt. Or not Lizzie, Izzy. And she's at the uh, Performance Center, watching uh, a live television taping of, uh, of NXT. And uh, this girl is like 10 years old. I don't know how old she is. 13, 12, 13. And she's been traversing the country, going to all these different wrestling shows. AEW, WWE. I'm sure she was in Texas, but uh, but yeah, she goes everywhere, man. At 13, Tony C, where the hell were you? Playing football, and but you stayed your ass kind of, home kind of in town. Yeah, yeah. So. Trying to find the broads, man. You know, great broads. Boy, well, anyways. Eighth grade broads. Uh, he said it here. Yeah. He said it here, folks. Eighth. Yeah, I was in eighth grade. I, I know 13. you were. I know you were. Summer. You didn't going into the eighth grade. You didn't. Pull, you didn't pull a Zach Morris and try to date a ninth grader. No, no, no. Because we we went to middle school with sixth, seventh, and eighth graders. So oh, okay. All right. Had to get ready. All right. Well, so, you know, when you go to middle school, you're in eighth grade, you pretty much run, you running the show. That's so, right. You know, that's right. Like, yeah, so, kind of BMC, big man on campus, BMOC. So, you know, yeah, I know, I know. I don't know, I never was the big man on campus. I, you know, I kind of was... Uh, 
I was very much a potted plant. But you got to think that was the start of, you know, the NWO. So it was me and a couple other friends of ours. We called ourselves. We were the NWO of the school. Ah, look at this. Oh, yeah. So did you you just traverse the school sauntering like the New World Order? (laughs) Yeah, for the most part. Nobody really messed with us, you know. We... We were the standard bearers of, you know, the mother school, you know. Well done. Go ahead, Tony, so you continue your story. No, I mean, other than that, you know, every day was a eventful school day. You know, when you're 13, playing football and playing school basketball. You know, you got to see some, see a lot of things, a lot of things, you know what I'm saying? Experience a lot of things. Okay. Double A, I was kind of a jock, you know, coming up through the ranks. And what was your sport? Well, it was football for the most part. And then I I played a little basketball, seventh, eighth grade for the school, eighth grade, and then ninth grade, it was throughout high school and a little bit of college it was all football okay yeah but you were walking around <laughs> Okoy Middle School you can hear the music, the music today hits. right you can hear it right can you hear it I, today a little bit a little bit but yeah so you were walking around there you go. Tony, so did you have your NWO shirts? No, 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 no. You know, parents were still in control of the finances for the most part. I mean, you didn't when go out and buy your it. own, though? No, I never wanted. Really, I really wasn't into the memorabilia side, you know, wrestling shirts. But did you ever have an NWO shirt? No. No. Enough to have one. I had an NWO. I didn't have a black and white. I had a red and black. Yeah, a Wolfpack. Shirt. I had a Wolfpack shirt. That is to the, you know what I'm saying. A lot of people frown. More people, you know, back then kind of looked at wrestling as you know people watch wrestling. Even kids, you're kind of crazy. No, like why type situation but I get what you're saying you know like we'll get together the guys will reminisce on you know how we pretty much ran the situation whole 96 was it 96 97 96 97 into yeah, 98 pretty much ran that no 98 97 now, 97, 98, we had to go to a whole new campus with a whole new group of kids. So Yeah, but you could have still taken your your gimmick and ruled the freshman class. Well, it was, you know, it was a different, a different scenario because you got kids from other middle schools coming in and, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't really, it was about trying to get your high school, you know, run off 
off the ground, you know, everybody finding their niches and stuff, you know. Okay. And as, you know, those years went on, everybody went their own little separate ways, but, you know, it's, we still cool, you know, keeping in touch, stuff, things like that. All right. But, um, yeah, man. I was more the, I was the AC Slater <laughs> without the uh, wrestling, you know, on the football side of it. So, okay. So. All right, you were the, Al- little, the you Albert know. Clifford. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. Still, you know, got a few records at the high school, you know, that type of situation. Oh, Okay. Yeah, I you don't. Know, I, uh, I don't have anything like that. I went to a school with six thousand kids. I mean, yeah. But you were you were in the sports. You didn't no, play I wasn't. Nah, I didn't play sports. Out. Nah. So you weren't into sports. I wasn't dude. into sports, but still, I wasn't into anything in our school. You know, though we yeah. had our we had our spot. Then it was you know. <laughs> It was it was our spot. It was tagged, and nobody was allowed to sit there. You, you weren't like some people that used to frequent this network with uh, be on the roof. Remember in the uh, episodes of as episodes of freaks? Like I miss my crew. <laughs> I think that was what he called. I miss the crew. See, I don't remember that. One. They would. Yeah, they would. They would. Uh, Hang out on the roof. <laughs> that I don't remember, but no, we didn't have roof access. Oh, yeah. Oh, now you're going to make me go find that episode. God damn. That's all right. All That's right. all right. That's all oh, right. Oh, no. You know, I don't mind. I don't mind. Because I think I remember this episode with Lee. Uh... You're th- he's thinking about it, folks. What's that? You're thinking about what when it was. Oh no, I'm going to get it. Oh, you're going to get it. I'm going. I'm going. I'm going to saunter. I just got a text message, friend of mine. Let me tell. You, I got a bone to pick with Tyler Perry too. When we get into this goddamn just one show where they ended this series. Just one. I got a cause... bone to pick with Tyler Perry. Yeah. Get to the back of the line because uh, I'm not a Tyler Perry fan in general. But he has these shows, and they okay. Everybody wraps up a show, but the way he wraps them up, he has the worst finales ever, series finales ever. What a surprise! Well, he's also got the worst movies ever. So, I mean, you said he has the worst what? The worst movies ever. Some of them are. Uh, who the hell is the angry Hoosier? Uh, I'll accept. Oh, I don't know who that is. I'll wave to him because since he waved to me, but I don't know who the hell okay. the, the, the angry Hoosier is. The yeah. angry Hoosier. Yeah. Oh, he's so he's, he's a new he's a new member of the uh, of the uh, of Discord. the Discord Discord chat. That's what it is. So. Oh, okay. Salute to you, Angry Hoosier. 
Do I call in? <laughs> oh, you want you want on the air? Uh oh. Ah, we'll see who this is. Oh, he is new. Okay, he's new. All right, we can. Uh, I can call you. I'll, I can bring you in. All right. Why are you doing that? I'm fine. This damn episode. William Morgan. William D. Morgan is on there, and Lee and Rage. And Rage is talking about the infamous. Uh oh. And with that, we say hello to the angry Hoosier. How you doing, brother? What's going on? How you doing, my man? Oh man, this guy um, that's talking about he was the NWO of his middle school is cracking me up. Well, that's Tony C. <laughs> I mean, like you would think the dude went to prison. He's the, well, he's the. No. I mean, he's the Hollywood Hogan of, of this with. of this uh, of this network. I was imagining him like lawn darting one of the the, the, the ten year olds into the side of the gym or something. Ten year olds, man, tried 13, 14, You know what I'm saying? They ain't one that. That was elementary, man. Was... <laughs> well, only, the only reason I say ten year olds is because Ray Mysterio got it. It'd have to be littler than you if you're the NWO. God damn. Well, they like could be. They could be. They could be a, yeah, a short eighth go. grader. <laughs> they could be short eighth graders. Oh yeah. hell no! We ain't picking them. You guys just went around jumping people yeah. with baseball bats. It's cool. No man, no nobody. It wasn't. We weren't the aggressive NWO like that. You know what I'm saying? Because nobody really messed with us like that. They knew. Do you, you like the NWO was. and the WWE? We like trying to make friends. <laughs> Facts. They. <laughs> it, right. That that makes sense. That makes sense. There you go. Okay. That makes sense. Well, I, I had a good rant. Like, did you guys catch the John Cena promo that that came on Monday Night Raw? I did. Man, we're going to get. Oh, my God. I'm so pissed this off. This is WWE crazy. Right no one now. is mentioning what I'm about to say. Maybe you know what I'm about to say. Okay. Go ahead. Roll. You're, you're a new caller, so go ahead. What is it you're Dude. about to say? Who writes this stuff? Let, let me give you a synopsis. I don't, I don't want to make this long. But he comes out, he says this is a team effort, kind of hinting that the crowd should cheer. Right. Everyone, this is a team effort. Then, says Roman Reigns, is when you're good, you'll beg people to acknowledge you. Then re-reminds the crowd, it's a team effort. When you're great, they will. Then holds the mic up. I'm like, what? You just said that if you're good, you want them to acknowledge you. And then you told them it's a team effort, which is doing what you're chastising Reigns for doing and then hold up the mic and then I go to USA on WWE and they cut that whole part of the promo out because they're smart. They, they took one look at it on YouTube and went he sounds stupid. Can't put this in. Well. <laughs> and the crowd sounds like drones. Like he just literally bagged on a guy for doing and then two seconds later he does the same exact thing and I'm going who's writing this shit? Is he coming up with that? Probably. Like <laughs> I'm sure they let Cena have um card not, and Yeah, and some card blocks Yeah, I guess so. Let me let me see here if we can uh do we have we do we do have the USA oh. uh feed here. Let's see. Let's see if this is so let's get them all out there. Who brought me back to the WWE? That one's a layup. Look around. It was you guys. (laughs) 
Finally, we can come back and cheer together and boo together and make some noise and connect with people that love this. Who brought me back? It was you. And it was Roman Reigns. So that brings me to the what. What am I here for? The WWE Universal Championship. When? About five weeks from now. A little event called SummerSlam. Where? Allegiant Stadium, Las Vegas. That's a pretty safe place to bet. Why? Here's where it gets interesting. I can stand here excited and tell you about the pageantry of SummerSlam. About being a main event in a packed stadium. I can tell you about a history-making, record-breaking 17th championship win. It's not because of any of that. It's because Roman... And of course... That was, that was, they dumped out on that. He said Roman Reigns is an asshole. This is an asshole. Let me stop right there for one second, though. They dumped that out, but MVP was allowed to say bullshit. I don't understand that. <laughs> right. But okay, continue. And I believe he needs to be knocked down a peg. This pathetic Roman Reigns experience has gone on long enough. Roman Reigns is an arrogant, self-absorbed, overhyped, overprotected, overexposed gimmick who's not as over as he says he is. And that, that is coming from me. You know, there's a saying, if you're good, you'll tell everybody. If you're good, you will demand that they acknowledge you, if you're good. Now Dallas, you remember that team effort I was talking about when you was making all that noise? What'd that sound like? Come on, this is your chance to shine. What'd that sound like? I hear this section. I don't so much hear this section. What did that sound like? Hey, Roman, the rest of that saying is if you're great, they tell you. And I'm telling you right now, I'm going to be at SmackDown on Friday, and I can't wait to see you there. So now I got that off my chest. Let's get down to business. Of course, that's when Riddle came out and they had the bro off. Uh, well, listen. First Raw back, first promo he's done for a year and a half on WWE television. Whatever. That's all I can say. 
I knew when that match ended, how it ended, I said, somebody bringing their ass out here. And I'd be damned if it wasn't Mr. You Can't See Me. But that pop, you, you will... It, whole you, come on. Experience. Come on, you can't... That pop was big, though. Man, it was a, a pop, but... I, mean, I don't we know. Had, we had already know he was coming. Yeah, but the pop is... That was... And now, he looked like Ernest P. Cena. He don't even look true. like... What was that? What was his name? What was the guy's name? Um, Jim Varney. Yeah, he looked like Jim Varney, aka Ernest P. Ward. Man, I said he looked sick because he got a big old head and his neck is small as hell. He's white as hell too. White as like dude. Come on. And this supposed to be the guy? This is the guy. The guy with the little old neck. Okay. There's... <laughs> the little old neck guy. Michael Cole's reaction one more time. Michael Cole hasn't been that excited in... When was the last time oh, he's oh, been that excited? But wait a minute. But wait a minute. You thought they couldn't talk that last night. I mean, Sunday night. Did they turn around and do some bullshit on Monday night? Yes, they did. Yes, they did. And and, and you know what? Kudos. You know, I know we're getting ahead of the... You know, but that, forget all what of What the hell? I mean, we, got, we got a new caller. More than anything... Bobby's face was like, what the hell? Ah. Here come this old guy. I mean, he's the most intimidating old guy probably ever in the history of professional wrestling at this point. I mean, they don't even try to make him look like any type of young. Got a grayed out beard, goatee. Yeah. And he supposed to be this big burly brother that just choked out another big burly brother. Like, I don't know who the hell be in these booking meetings. That's what I want. The writing, the writing meeting. They're writing with the wrong end of the pencil. For real, like, I want to know who how the meeting went. Where they say, "All right, okay, this is what we're gonna do on Monday. We're gonna have Bobby Lashley go against." Keith Lee, right? And we're going to have Bobby Lashley choke him out. And then we're going to have Old Bird come out and Bobby look like he's seeing a ghost. <laughs> That's what we're going for. That's what we're going for. Let's do that. I like it. I like it. Damn, Vince. Okay, Old Bird has got more title shots in what the last two or three years than he got. He's never been WWE champion. He's never been WWE champion. 
Uh, I'm talking about. I ain't even talk about the the fact that he's actually winning. I'm talking about this actual opportunity. I know he's never qualified. He's never been a contender. Even even the WCW. Okay, they they was gave the championship committee gave him the shot because he's a U.S. champion. Yeah. Okay, we got that one. Well, you earned it. Right. He's becoming the king of coming up off the street. And getting title shot, Tony Seek. I want you to. Go, I want you to go to SmackDown on Friday, uh, in uh, in I think they're in uh, Cleveland. They're in Cleveland. There you go. Or no, show up in Miami. Show up in Miami at the at the Rolling Loud Festival. They're going to have some matches there live as well. It's a two city uh, SmackDown. So come to Miami. Come to my backyard. Walk in the center of the ring on Friday night. Grab the microphone. And and issue a challenge to Roman Reigns before Cena does on SmackDown. Before he gets <laughs> yeah, out of the ring on, in Cleveland. All the other people coming back on the street getting goddamn title shots. Our our new friend over here, Angry Hoosier, he'll go ahead and he'll uh, he'll he'll saunter over to uh well we'll send him over to Dynamite. Go challenge uh Kenny Omega for one of the two titles that he has. Thanks. I mean, I understand that wrestling is traditionally, you know, we're getting away from it. But God damn, people just walking in off the street, street clothes on, talking about they want title shots. Ain't beating nobody. I blame Sting for this. No, I can't blame Sting for that. I, I apologize. You know who's blame? I love him to death. But it's a Hogan thing. It, is. it was a Hogan. Hogan did it. No, I I gotta re- retract that. Hell no, hell no. I forgot about the match I watched last night. Brought a tear to my eye. The first person to ever get a ticket day celebration ain't win shit. Lex Luger, nineteen ninety three. That's true. No damn. That's body. true. That's true. He was the first one to do that crap. Because even when Flair came in in WWF, they didn't give him a title shot initially. He had to get in the rumble. When these guys were jumping back and forth, you know, with companies, you know, that didn't happen. You know? So even when when Luger first came to WWF, they did do that for him. Yeah, but even Luger had to do some work. He had to get the petition signed, didn't he? He had to do a lot of shit. <laughs> and by the way, this is coming up on a 28-year anniversary of SummerSlam 93. Just keep that in mind, y'all. And when I watched that match the other night, last night, I was... I mean, I'm trying to figure out what the hell was all this about. Pomp and circumstance... Aaron Neville, the American flag, Macho Man Randy Savage. Well, Aaron Neville was a wrestling whore. He appeared at uh, at a WCW event as well and sang. So. Uh, I'm just saying, man. Uh, there was so him much and that damn uh, mole on his face. Go ahead. If anybody go back and watch SummerSlam '93. There was no bigger celebration for somebody not winning a damn title ever in history. 
I I still can't put my finger on what the hell was that about. Well, maybe they thought uh, he really was going to win. I don't know, and they just decided, you know what? We bought all this crap. Let's uh, let's use it anyway. They shot they shot footage of him as the champion. You know, they pre-taped all that stuff because those shows were taped in advance. They just didn't go through with the plan. So wait a minute. They shot footage with Luger as the champion yeah. in 93? I yeah. thought they did in 94. No, no, no. It was 93. He had defeated, uh, he had defeated, uh, quote unquote, uh, um, Yoko. And, uh, he appeared on Superstars. As the so dumb. in the alternate universe, he came out as the World somewhere. Wrestling Federation yeah. champion. Yes. <laughs> Let me see. Do we have so like Loki? Do we have audio on that? I think we do. Hold on. All the alternate timeline in the alternate timeline. Oh, here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Here it is. World Wrestling Federation champion Lex Luger. He got the belt on. He's got the belt on and everything. He comes out. Jim Cornette is shitting bricks because he's upset. <laughs> and, I need uh, this footage, Double A. Can you text me this footage? I'll put I it. In, I'm gonna put it. Footage. I'm gonna put it in the Discord right now. I think we've talked about this before. We may have. I might have missed it. But yeah, he I comes out that. with the title and everything, holding it up to the crowd. This was taped. I don't remember what the air date, what the uh, taped date was, but this never made it to air, obviously, because they taped. I don't know, one or two weeks. But WCW did the same thing during that time. They used to tape the uh, tape the syndicated TV shows before the pay per views, with the outcomes of the pay per view matches, you know, already in those shows. I'll be damned. Now I, I ain't gonna front. I would love. To, I want to see Lex Luger be the champion. I ain't gonna lie to you. That ain't gonna happen now. But <laughs> at the same time, I still don't understand why the hell they did all that. Like I said, I'm on a SummerSlam marathon right now. I'm up to SummerSlam '95. Okay. I'm finishing off SummerSlam '95. All right. And what was the main event, Double A? The main event for 95? Yep. Wasn't it, uh... Wasn't it Shawn Michaels and Diesel? No. King Mabel and Diesel. King Mabel and who? Diesel? Yep. Oh, God. So, um... Our good friend Angry Hoosier, you're still on, technically, the air, because we are broadcasting live. On, on the radio. God damn. Live, and then you'll be heard on iTunes and all these other platforms later. But you can still talk. You can still participate if you want because you're still on the um, call. I am floored right now. Lex Luger has a wing eagle. Yep. I'm surprised you never saw that. Wow. And nobody gave a damn. Nobody I gave a damn. Went the way with it. Yeah, nobody gave a damn at all. That's that's pretty much what it is. They said Luger's the world champion. Um, I've seen this somewhere before, and nobody cared. 
God, the hey, Lee, if you watch this footage and see all these people reactions, I think Lee Lee's seen it. Lee has seen it. And why the hell did he give Cornette the bell? He didn't give Cornette. The, I think he was like showing it he off. He threw to him. it at him. No, he oh, threw the bell at him. Oh, I don't know. That I don't know. God dang, man. Damn. I be damn. Oh I man, a different, a different uh, lifetime, a different, uh, an alternate time, a different alternate timeline. Exactly, exactly. The total package that can't fly today, though. That couldn't fly today. They couldn't pull that shit now, and nobody know about <laughs> it. Of course, somebody will. Everything is live. Number one, oh, it would have leaked. uh, You know, the same way. The same way we find out that once in a rare blue moon, that a uh, that a WWE television show gets taped or an AEW TV show gets taped, and they tape two finishes to the match. That just happened recently. They did it uh, with, uh, I think it was Kenny Omega and uh, uh, Renee's uh, husband. Uh, um, they taped two finishes to them to to a match they had on Dynamite, and they only obviously they only used one. It made no sense to uh, to use both, obviously. But uh, but yeah, he hasn't. Now, our, friend, our friend Angry Hoosier has no idea what the hell we're talking about. Now, before we get into deep dive into the rest these, of the weekend. Yeah, the wrestling weekend. Yeah, yeah, we can hear you. Yeah, we hear you, my man. Can you hear us? Can we can hear you, Justin? Uh, I don't think I can hear you. You don't think you can hear us? We hear you. As we tell everybody, jiggle the cable. Just jiggle the cable. Why? Hold on. How about this? Let's. No, I can hear you. I can. I can't hear you through Discord like I used to. I can hear you through Discord. I can hear you. I can hear you. I can hear your show. You can hear the show through the feed. Okay. Let's do this. Okay. All right. Well, that's weird that you're hearing us through the feed. There's a delay on the feed. Okay. Hold on. Hello? Yeah. Can you hear us? Yeah. Yeah. You just came through right now. Just Uh, when we were just doing that, you came through. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. I'm sorry, boss. I didn't mean to interrupt your show. It's okay. You wasn't able to to hear me. 14 years, we've had technical problems almost every single week. It's not a big deal. You've been doing this show for 14 years? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Okay, 14 years. Episode 700 is coming up on... Uh, this is the time of the show where we promote what's going on here on Rant AM Radio. Um, yeah, episode 700 coming up on Saturday, August 21st. Uh, the day of SummerSlam, we will actually do a lead-in for SummerSlam. Uh, we'll do the pre-show, but we'll also reflect on 14 years of doing this damn show. Which, by the way... Which, by the way, I didn't even realize it because I'm so stuck up on this 700th episode thing. That this Thursday will actually be the anniversary of this program. Debuted July 24th, 2007. Of course, we were not live then. But, uh, yeah, and here we are. 14 years later. Millions of downloads. Six co-hosts. Thousands of episodes of other programming we've done. Yeah, 14 years is a long time. We've done a lot. So let me let me bring up to speed on what we do here. So that must you... Must be like a connection issue. Must be a connection issue. How about this? How about I call you back? 
Okay, go ahead. Let's do that. We'll, uh, we'll remove you him. You know, I got some doozies lined up for that episode. You know, I got some famous episodes. Yeah, but the, but uh, are they rant things? Or are they rant? Oh, they're rant. Yeah, I got rant episodes. Because, you know, uh, now that we've brought our friend back, you know, we can always bring him up to speed on some of the great, great lines that have uttered this network. Like, I ain't saying shit. Or. And she played the ass like a fucking Nintendo game. You know, stuff like that. But, um, no, we've, we do, there's, uh, we've got a lot of shows here on the network. Of course, there were more shows come and go and things like that. But, uh, this, you're listening to the flagship show of, the, of this network, The Rant. Uh, tomorrow, the mothership, if you will. Uh, tomorrow, at eleven at a ten fifteen, following Dynamite is the Marked Order podcast. That's live on the feed, and of course, you can catch the video play on um, on Facebook and I believe YouTube. Turnbuckle Throwbacks live every Friday at seven. That is also live on Facebook and of course on the feed. Shining Wizards live on Mondays at seven. This program every Tuesday at nine, and then of course we do some specials here and there, and uh, all that stuff. But that's this network, and you're listening to the Mothership, as as we said, and uh, and yeah. So you picked a, a a good night to tune in and take part in our little uh, nonsense, as we like to call it. So yeah. Nice, brother. I'm, I don't even know you, and I'm proud of you. you you've stuck in with it. Dude. Yes, yes, yes. I know. I've, I'm a, I, I, I have a. This is where I'm. You know, I've stuck in with it. I've gone through a lot of highs, a lot of lows. This is where I do a little gloating, a little self-loathing. You know, in our heyday, in our peak, in our time when life didn't intervene, where there was no life to be had. That's when I was proud to say that I kicked Bret Hart's ass. Every Tuesday night, when he had a live show at the same time I did on the same network, take it, take it, shove that up your ass, Brett. I like you, not very much, but I still kicked your ass in the ratings. And um, then we had it. We had our first network, and uh, that went successfully well. Little dissension, little, uh, a little um, infighting, and that uh, led to the network you're listening to right now. And I am the proprietor of this network. I'm the man that pushes all the buttons, if you will. And Tony sees my my compadre, my cohort, my co-host of the last seven years. Seven years, he's been with me on this uh, program. I've had five other co-hosts before him, and of course, you know, one died. The other three. Well, one disappeared, one died, and the other two decided that their personal lives were a little bit more important than doing this program, which I understand. You get married, you have kids, stuff happens. I'm a married man. I've slowed down my production output. It happens. So, uh, so yeah. But uh, we're all... We're all uh, oh, and you're missing a very important cog in this program. Speaking of uh, important cogs, the well, silver okay, one. I'm switching from actually listening to you on this because there is something going on with the connection. Okay. Like uh, there's like a little bit going on. With, I don't know Discord. I have a really good connection and it's wired. So 
a little confused why it's happening, but I'm oh, catching okay. what you're saying. Um, okay. This guy's been with you for seven years, is that what you said? Yeah, Tony C's been with me for seven years, but somebody that's not here tonight that has been with me for about 11 years or more is uh, currently MIA, but I did check in with him over the weekend. The silver one would like to say that he misses doing the show. He misses us. And, uh, and, and said the following, to think I'm wasting phone data watching this. And that was in reference yes, to the, that's, that was in reference to the Keith Lee Goldberg segment. So, uh, so yeah. So, Surfer, I don't understand why you're not listening to this program, okay? You're wasting oh, it on Raw, you should be listening to this program and staying right, abreast of the what? situation. Right. Anyways, we hope that Surfer returns to the show real soon. Even even Tony C, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull down the curtain a little bit. Tony C and Lee also admitted that they miss Surfer. Not very much, but they missed him. You know, the audience misses Surfer. They they miss learning about the uh, living a a frugal life in the city of Philadelphia. Absolutely, they miss that. Anyways, let's get into some wrestling talk, shall we? Because you know. This is primarily that's what we're here for. We don't talk wrestling as much as we used to, but let's talk wrestling because it's been a very active wrestling week. And let's start with Friday Night SmackDown. It was the first WWE event held in an arena to a sold-out crowd of 14,000 fans at the Toyota Center in Houston, Texas. It was, whether you liked it or not... Okay, it definitely was great having the fans back. It was great. It was absolutely great. I loved it. And let me let me take you back to Friday. Listen, listen to just the crowd and listen to everything. And listen to the six words that uh, McMahon uttered.
And that's all he had to say. Where the hell are you been? With Don't everything, worry, I'm going to do something to run all you guys off. Tony C, all joking aside, it was great to have the fans back. It's not yeah. the same with the piped-in audio and things. It was nice to finally see a crowd, and it felt good for a change. And whether the show was good or bad, it made all the world difference. The double A. Oh, go ahead. To bring the crowd back and then do this crap they did over the weekend. Well... Man. I know, but but you know what? But you know what? We knew that this was going to happen, and I I guess what did you expect that something was going to change because the audience showed up on Friday? Somebody got to have enough brains and enough change, man. Come on, okay, I understand. Cena, I get. Okay, I'm. You can't go old for two. I give you Cena because Cena's back to do the movie, and you know. That's cool, even though he say he ain't. That's is what it is. But over again, they already ruined the fiend with him. Imagine if somehow, some way, somebody walks into Vince's office a week before, two days before, and say, "You know what, Vince? Let's have Oldberg beat Roman so we can keep this going." Do you know how ludicrous that is? This man has beat everybody. Dog pile two dudes in the ring and a 50-year-old man supposed to come in, beat him at the height. Mm-hmm. Like, come. Like, it's... At some point, man, it's getting insulting to, you know, as, as a wrestling fan. It's like... Nothing against Goldberg. If they want to bring him in and as an attraction and have him, you know, fight Sheamus for the U.S. title or something like that, okay, cool. But Bobby Lashley. That's funny. It's supposed, it's supposed to be scared of Goldberg. Come on, Vince. And they just jobbed out Keith Lee, one of your new, one of your young guys. I know people hate the, you know, they call it bitch moan and complain, but sometimes you just gotta be like, come on, dog. And I can see in a world, and th- this is scary part, double Like I t- I'm telling you, man, it's like you said that Lex Luger showed me that Lex Luger thing happened. It's a, a timeline or a universe or a world where somebody gonna walk in that office and say it's a good idea for uh, Old Bird to beat Bobby Lashley. One or the other. So I'm making a declaration. I'm put. Let's, I want to lay it out right now. Here we go, Double A. Here we go. I know we did our WrestleMania <laughs> wager. You got two quote-unquote icons getting title shots at SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. So, who do you want to put your Freddy's on? 
which champion you want to put your friends on to retain? To retain? To retain their title. And keep in mind now, Roman and Cena are going on last. You know that's closing the show. Regardless of whichever way it goes. Who's going to retain? I got Bobby losing. If one, okay, let's say this. I got both of them winning. Let's say, let, let's let me start by saying I got both retaining. But if one of them gotta lose, it's gonna be Bobby Lashley. If one of them losing, Bobby Lashley is losing. That's my bet. Um. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Roman. Dirty son of <laughs> This same thing you did <laughs> at Mania. The same thing you did at Mania now. You got five weeks. No, no, when you went with you went with Bobby retaining. I no, went. you went with Bobby retaining and Roman losing. Mm-hmm. So you said the same thing again. Yeah. But You could preface it by saying you think both of them are gonna lose, gonna retain. Like I, like I think both of them are gonna retain. Here's my thing. But, Here's my thing. Okay. I had spelled out what I would like to see happen for Roman and the Universal Title going into WrestleMania. Yeah. Uh that was in private, by the way, in a text message. And I will tell you what it is in just a second. But that doesn't mean that that still can't happen. Uh, before Mania? Before Mania. Um, there that are two, there are two, the there are two roads that this could go through. This, this could go on. Okay? Let's start with Bobby and Goldberg. Before I give my explanation about Rome. I have a feeling, I have a feeling, Goldberg is not going to beat Bobby. He's going to come close, but he's not going to beat Bobby. And I'm going to tell you why. Bobby is going to lose that title to somebody else. And he's going to lose it in quick fashion. But it's not going to be Goldberg. Not okay. We're gonna come back. We're gonna circle back around to that. You got me intrigued on that. But this is where I'm not sure now about the Roman part because there is a uh, an asterisk, if you want to put, you know, like this is a what if, and the same would apply to Roman. This is a, a what if. But I still think that if I were to go with my explanation of Roman right now, that it's, you know, it could it, it could still happen either way. Roman right now is going on a trip that he's had the title for close to a year. Okay? I don't know when it'll make a year. I think the year comes up in around September or, or October, I think. No, he won it at, uh, he won it at, what's that paper? He didn't win it at Survivor Series, I think, or TLC. No, 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 no. It's, it won TLC. It's, 
Was it Extreme Rules? It was. A, I, I don't think it was Survivor Series. I think it was the pay-per-view before no. Survivor Series. But no, it, it was in the summertime. They say one in August. Let's find out right now. Unless, it was the one at the SummerSlam. Yeah, but they've changed the, the schedule around so much that... Um, I don't know what is what now. Um, Roman Reigns won the title for the second time at Payback. Payback. On yeah. August 30th. Uh-huh. SummerSlam right. would be one week shy of a full year. Right. I don't know if he'll make the full year. Okay? If he retains, he's going to make it. If he retains. But I don't know if he'll make it. I think Cena, it's possible Cena could beat Roman. Because remember, Cena already has one loss to Roman. In a, in a high profile match. So. Yeah. Cena wins, holds the title to, what's the next pay-per-view? After uh, SummerSlam. I'll tell you right now. Uh, the next pay-per-view after SummerSlam will be Extreme Rules on uh, September 26th in Columbus. Mm. I could see him dropping that Extreme Rules to Big E. No. I think it's going to be with the I I think is I think it's going to be Roman drops to Cena, Cena drops back to Roman at Extreme Rules. Then Roman holds the title through Mania. I, I I'm gonna go with Mania. This is this is option one. Mania. And Biggie cashes in before Mania to challenge Roman for WrestleMania. He's going to be the first scheduled cash-in. Well, no, there was another scheduled cash-in, wasn't there? Yeah. RVD was a scheduled cash-in. Right. So, it's going to be that. Now, another thing would be that Biggie cashes in at the Royal Rumble. Same thing. That sets up what I believe could be Big E versus Kofi at WrestleMania for the Universal title. Mm. Kofi, wins, Kofi wins the Royal Rumble, challenges Big E, and there you go. Would draw huge! Think about it. Um, A huge no match way. like that, Dallas, Texas... AT&T Center or AT&T Stadium 102,000 fans come on now the thing thing that got me kind of worried about not worried about Cena winning is Drew McIntyre getting ready to go to Smackdown and they're about to start that whole Roman and Drew McIntyre thing back up they can have a feud doesn't have to be for the title Oh no, it's gonna be for Drew McIntyre somehow, some way is gonna get a title win between now and WrestleMania with the crowd. Now be it the universal title. Now that's who I'm keeping my eye on. 
Now, now here's the thing. Bobby doesn't beat Goldberg. Or Bobby beats Goldberg, I mean. Who does he lose the title to? There are two options. A quick cash in by coming from SmackDown. A quick cash in from Big E, or the quote unquote rumored Bobby versus Brock Lesnar match, and that would probably happen at Survivor Series. So you think they save that? Because I think I think they really want to do Bobby and Brock. And to do Bobby and Brock, Bobby can't lose to Goldberg. He has to beat Goldberg because if he loses to Goldberg, then Bobby's momentum is gone. Gone. But if he beats Goldberg and then goes up against Brock, there'll be that, oh, I don't know, maybe. And then what, you have them two trade the belt back for a month? It could be. could be something like that. Two months? Could be. Okay. <laughs> but yes, I think the key here the key here is Bobby's not losing to Goldberg. See that I'm thinking that Goldberg's going to give him a hell of a fight. Goldberg's going to beat the hell out of him, make him pay and all that stuff. But Goldberg ain't winning the match. So you saying that one your one that if one of them got to lose, your one is Roman. I said one of them got to lose is Cena. Okay, Double A. Crystal Ball, right now, based off the Money in the Bank contract, who has the titles down? WrestleMania is in where? LA, right? This year, LA. That's right. I don't know why I was thinking Texas, but okay, yeah. When? In LA. Crystal Ball. Your main event, go. Main event for WrestleMania? Yep. The main event. The main event. For WrestleMania? <sighs> if you have, if you got the pen, you're right, you're booking everything leading up to what? It's probably going to be Brock and, and Bobby. So instead of doing it at Survivor Series, you do it at Mania. It, they could have a, the, the blow-off at WrestleMania. So what, Bobby, Brock, too? It could be Bobby, Brock, too. Maybe Bobby goes off into the sunset for a little while. He come back and what, win the Royal Rumble? Um, I think, no, I think Bobby, or... Kofi needs to win the Royal Rumble to set up the Big E Kofi match that that I'm that I'm booking. That's what you're clamoring for. That's so that's the matchup you're clamoring for. Hold on, I'm trying to see our friend here. He says he can't hear us on Discord. I don't know why. All right, well, that sucks. Yeah. Anyways, why do you ask me though? Why about Bobby and Brock? I mean, not by by Kofi and Biggie. No, you asked me. I guess so. Um, I because I think they because here's the thing: people have been wanting the New Day feud for a little while, 
And I think that'd be the great way to do it. I don't think that they should just start feuding out of thin air. There has to be a setup to begin the feud. And the setup has to be Big E wins the title and Kofi wins the Rumble. And I think their match needs to happen at WrestleMania because it's not going to have the same, you know, oomph. You know, think about it. Big E E and Kofi, universal title, sold-out crowd in Los Angeles, 100,000 fans. Wow. Kofi versus Big E, universal title, Sacramento, California at the Arco, not the same. So, um, and not that there's anything wrong with Sacramento, but... You know, I'm just being realistic here. I think uh, a big match like that should be a big event. And that's my reasoning. And you got to keep in mind, you got to keep an eye on Seth Rollins too, because they're setting that up too. I am, but I think think, think the, the big, big key players, we're talking the big key players, the uh, the Seths, the Romans, the um, the Cesaros, the Drew McIntyres, those people probably will be out of the title picture for WrestleMania this coming year. I think I think they're doing Seth. They're going to do Seth and Seth and Roman at Survivor Series. It's possible, and I think it's very possible that it, it's going to be. Uh, the first feud or the first thing that Drew McIntyre will probably get himself involved in. He, there's going to be a Cesaro feud somewhere in there. Oh, oh on SmackDown. Over on SmackDown if he gets drafted. And, um, oh, he's there's, going. There's a lot of things. A lot of things that are they're coming into play. But the main storylines, Roman's going to lose the title to uh, Big E at some point. And Kofi's going to challenge Big E for the title. He'll be the first contender. Because I don't think Roman's going to turn around and just come back and say, I want a rematch. I don't think that's happening. So within the next six months, six months. Six months, all we'll have new champions across the board. Now, does Roman end up somehow on Raw? It's not impossible. But I have a feeling that once Roman loses the title, we're not going to see him. That's where I think he's gonna go. They gotta get, they gotta get Raw's numbers up. Yeah, but yeah. I, I, I think, I think if uh, once we get out of SummerSlam and we get out of the, get that stink of Goldberg out, Raw might, might, okay, use the word might very loosely, improve. Or you bring Seth Rollins over Raw. Yeah, but put him in the title picture. Okay, I'm gonna give you something that I'm gonna tell you something here that a lot of people were shitting on about Raw last night. I don't think it was a bad thing. And that was Nikki A S H, which I can't get used to that name, Nikki Cross winning the women's title. I don't have a problem with it. I liked oh. it. I thought it was a great end to 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 close out the show with. 
for what was right. essentially a slow show. It wasn't horrible, but it was a slow show for the most part. And Nikki Cross winning the women's title, I thought was a great icing on the cake. But a lot of people seem to be upset about it. Why did she have to cash it in right now? They're just doing this so that Charlotte could beat Flair's record. They're just, you know... Uh, come on, listen. If they're only doing it to beat Charlotte's record, whatever. If that's the case, so be it. You knew that that was going to happen eventually. Okay? That was bound yeah. to happen. Because... Nobody in their right mind would believe otherwise, considering that she has only been on the main roster for four or five years, and she's had 11 championship reigns. Tell me another person that has been on the roster for that short a time and has had that many title reigns. Thank you. So Triple H tan line around her waist. Exactly. And it took Triple H 10 years to get that tan line. It only took her half that. So yeah. don't shit on Nikki Cross becoming the women's champion. I think it's I think it's I think it's uh, sour grapes for a lot of people out there. Okay, oh, that, for, for the for the for the reasoning say, behind it. Let me tell you something that grind my gears. Yes, you remember back in 2013 that raw that run that the Rock had, right? Yeah, up until the Rumble. Right, he beat CM Punk. Grinded my yeah when he beat Punk. It grinded my gears for them to say it's been 10 years since he had been the champion. Where the hell was he for 10 years? It was 11 years. Oh, whatever. And the the hard part about it, they're going based on when he lost the title at SummerSlam in 2002. That's why they were saying 10 years. Well, then they are technically correct. No, technically it was. If that was the case, they should have had him winning in August. If they wanted to keep it a ten-year run, because it doesn't. Tony C. Tony C. Do you think it? Do you? What would you rather say on television? Well, he's only been champion for ten years. It's the last time he was champion was ten years ago. Or would you rather go out there and say the last time he was champion was ten and a half years ago? It doesn't sound the same. Almost has been. What would it be? Almost no, it's two, two thousand two to two thousand eleven. So okay, he lost the title in August of two thousand. It was ten and a half years, Tony. Okay, but what I'm saying is, from August two thousand two to goddamn June, I mean August two thousand twelve. That's ten, 10. years, and that to January is six months. Yeah, that's right. So, it, or say, okay, I'd feel more. It wouldn't have grinded my gears as much. They'd have been like, it's been sixteen months or eighteen months since. It, I mean, uh, ten years and six months. Now I think you're just you're you're grasping at. Uh... No, they was grasping because they it had been longer than ten years. Ten years, and six months. I'm a stickler for details like that when it comes to stuff like that. His so status as a champion has been in abeyance for the last ten and a half years. Ten and a half. Hey, look, he ain't had title reign in ten years. Absolutely. Oh, man. That's what I'm saying. Whatever. 
And that really grinds my gears about, that's one of the things that be grinding my gears about WWE. Um, WCW would have had no problem saying it's been 10 and a half years. Another another, another thing that I think uh, people are shitting on, and I don't think it was that big of a deal. I get it. I understand the premise behind it was Jeff Hardy defeating Karrion Cross, the NXT champion. I don't see it that that being a big deal. Yeah, I mean, he is a former WWE champion. I don't see it that World being a big WWE deal. Champion. I don't understand what the big deal was that everybody... Oh, they're killing Karrion Cross, And, oh, they were pissed, by the way, that he didn't come out with his usual NXT entrance. Listen, folks, that probably was a last-minute thing. He probably went up there to tape an episode of the main event. And uh, they decided to throw him out there on the main roster at the very last minute. Because before he went out on TV, they had just tweeted that Karrion Cross was making his Raw debut. Like three minutes earlier. It was done so last minute. I really don't think the WWE did it with malice at forethought. I don't think so. Now, what comes of this? Why? I mean, I haven't watched NXT. I don't know. But what's to say Jeff Hardy goes to NXT and challenges for the NXT Championship? Do you Most want... Have a exactly. That. Why would an old-timer go to NXT and challenge for the NXT Championship? That's ridiculous. That's ludicrous. It's a little out there. It's a little ridiculous. Yeah, but... It's different. It's different. We'll, we're starting to like a little different. You know? It'll give something different for Jeff to do. And on top of that, he came back with uh, his no more words. That was a big deal. Was a huge deal. And uh, let me see here. Let me let me uh, play the uh, his thing because even Byron was all giddy about it. Champion Karrion Cross. You thought he'd get a softball. Whoa, a little throwback. Check out the music. What you're gonna get. The following contest is scheduled for one fall. Making his way to the ring from Canada, North Carolina, weighing in at 225 pounds, Jeff Hardy. A surefire future WWE Hall of Famer, Jeff Hardy. Here's one chapter of that Hall of Fame career. It was 2008. Jeff Hardy outlasting both Triple H and Edge in a triple threat match to win his very first WWE title. There's something different about Jeff Hardy beyond the music. He's got a little pep in his step tonight. It's almost as though what's old is new again. Jeff Hardy rejuvenated here on Monday Night Raw, and he better be at the top of his game because Karrion Cross would love to make a statement win over a future I mean, come on. It was okay that he, uh, that he beat him, and it was nice to hear no more words. As long as Jeff ain't performing high, we should be happy. We should be okay. It's a great theme song, too. There, I said it. Okay? You see, I ride on the wall. 
Yeah. They should have. He should have been using this for the last two years. That he's been wrestling as, as a singles wrestler. I don't know what WWE was thinking. Why they were using uh, that uh, that uh, Hardy Boys uh, song? I get it. It was their classic song, but. Turn it up. Big deal, folks. Ridiculous. Getting upset over ridiculous things. I'm sure if Lee's listening, he's probably saying I'm sucking WWE's ass too much. Anyways, our friend uh, the Angry Hoosier for some reason can't hear us, but that's all right. Thanks for being a part of the show. Dude, and uh, you know, continue to listen. We're live every week. You're more than welcome to call in whenever you want. And uh, and yeah, oh boy, but uh, but yeah, lots. Lot. Anything else you want to touch on from the week's uh, festivities, uh, Tony? I mean, we we touched all the key points. No. I hate the fact. That one of these guys gonna have to lose. Well, yeah, it. It, it was gonna happen at some point. It's been such a glorious run for both of these guys, man. I thought Bobby last week, you know, cutting the fool in the VIP lounge and said, "This shit have to stop." <laughs> Bobby's passing out. And then, and then, like I said, uh, MVP goes. No more bullshit. Right. Uh, like they had lost focus. Yeah. MVP, MVP, and Heyman are at the top of the game. Hey, so, uh, salute In terms to of the Mike Usos, skills, man. yeah. <coughs> yes, salute to the I Usos. Mean, but you know, I'm not giving keep- kudos though to. Uh, to Ray and Dominic Mysterio and that stupid entrance from Sunday. <laughs> that time variance. That, it's, that's so stupid. I get it. WWE that's updated their they, they updated their CGI graphics, but they, that's a little ridiculous. They were going through the morphing grid or something. Good lord. It was ridiculous. Ridiculous. Random statement. Why was Brenda and uh, and Ricky matching? Facts. Yeah, that, that is random. So, I did want to know that. Oh, unity, Family unity. I guess so. I mean, Darren didn't wear the same color shirt. <laughs> Darren. Bobby last look on after he lost the uh, Kofi last week was... 
priceless. He was looking distraught. And salute Barry Corbin and and the WWE writing staff who went back and watched late what mid ninety five. late late ninety five, early Corbin, early ninety six. Dallas Page. Yep. <laughs> but he was poor. And, and right. Well, what was the um, if I remember correctly? Um, one of the uh, somebody served him with bankruptcy papers on uh, <laughs> on Saturday night or something. Right. He um, was living under a bridge or something at one point, wasn't he? Oh my god, that was funny. So we know that somebody in the business between these two right staff, somebody be somebody the old school wrestling fan. They they always sprinkle some. Recycle stuff in there now and again. Yeah. And you know Baron Corbin. Now, if he fights somebody for a six million dollar win and like DDP lost the Johnny B. Bad, that's what I'm like. Oh hell no! A big check. By the way, is that crowd fund me? Is it really a crowdfunding? There is a there, there, apparently the web the website is legit. <laughs> I'll be the laugh at it, man. Oh man. This is just taking that DDP angle to a whole another level. Cause back then they didn't have you know, we had crowdfunding. What was the I'm gonna hold on, I need to go back. What was that pay per view that they were wrestling for the for the remainder of the lottery check? Super Brawl. Uh, it was Super Brawl? Because... Uh, Super Brawl 5. No, Super Brawl 6, because it was 96. Because oh, I, I loved what Dave Pedger was, uh, for the remainder of the ballots of 2,265,000. You know, like it was... It was like, wasn't it like, I thought it was like 6 million. Oh, well, let's see. I want to play the intro, the entrance for that, because um, that's funny as hell. Hold on. Let me go here. Uh, what do we got here? Super Brawl 6. Alright, bear with me for one second, folks, while I cue this up, because it's hilarious to hear them uh, talk like that, or Dave Penzer to say what they're vying for. Uh, let's see, I believe it was the opening match, and the no, it wasn't. Uh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. It was after uh, a Conan promo. As U.S. champion. All right, Conan, very good. Remember, this man is well over 300 pounds. You're going to have to deal with that kind of girth, that kind of mass. I've faced him before, and you know what? I got my game plan, my strategy. The one who should be watching out is him. A tremendous international reputation again. He is the United States and the Mexican title holder tonight. This U.S. title on the line against the one-man gang. Conan, you're going to be on your way to the ring. I thank you very much. In the meantime, speaking of the ring, let's get back to the ring. Dave Pinzer, Meshuggana, the Lonsman is standing by for more of the introductions. Next contest in Super Brawl is a special challenge match. The WCW World TV title yeah. and Diamond Dell against the remainder of Diamond Dell's page money, $6,600,000. Introducing first, accompanied by the lovely Diamond Dell from Macon, Georgia, the WCW World Television Champion, Johnny B. Bell. 
thanks to Mean Gene, yes, World Championship Wrestling is international in scope. There you go. Six million six hundred thousand dollars. Six million six point six million dollars. That's funny. Ah, uh, you can't do anything. Can't replace that Dave Penzer either. Nope. He's as pretty as a picture, and it's just like little Richard. And Nick Patrick holding up that damn check, or is it Jimmy Jet? It's Jimmy <laughs> Jet. Jimmy Jet. Yeah, that's right. Uh, hey, double, boy, double A, I was watching something funny as hell yesterday. That SummerSlam 90, when everybody was looking for Sweet Sapphire, and <laughs> Dusty Rose cut that pro. I've been looking high. I've been looking low. I've been looking everywhere, baby. She's nowhere to be found. Uh, there was some Dusty Rhodes stuff that I listened to when I was prepping for the show last night. Um, the WWF vignettes that he did, the way <laughs> uh, for the common man, for the common man, he did one where at the gas station, where and he told the woman, "Lady, have you ever seen a dipstick before?" And I was like, <laughs> "Oh my god, I'm gonna stick it back what? right in here." Hold on, let me let me play. Here's. I'm gonna check it. Okay. Hold pop. on. Here we go. You need your all checked. I'm telling you now. I'm gonna check it. Okay. Pop. You can trust your car to the man that wears the star. Yes, ma'am. Woo, this is hot. Oh, yeah, this is hot. Yeah, have you ever seen a dipstick, baby? Look at here. Nice and clean. I'm gonna put it back in there, and I bet you it's all the way full, because I know you're the kind of woman that takes care of your automobile. Yes, ma'am. Well, I think I'll have you taking care of it from now on. Full to the top. I mean, it won't take another bit of all. $5, $5 worth of gas. Now, man, I don't want to drop one right here. Woo! Oh, just hit it, just hit it. I'm on a budget myself. We'll get that window for you, too. Oh, you don't have to. You're awfully friendly. I am. And he spit on her windshield on top of that. But anyways... Oh, shit. Man, me and Gene said, I'm going to go look for Sapphire, too. I'm going to go help. And Hacksaw Jim Duggan was walking around the building. Have you seen Sapphire? <laughs> Hacksaw, have you seen him? No, Dust. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, me and Gene. I got to go keep... I got to keep looking. I got to keep looking. Oh, man. I was dead. Yo, I forgot all about that, man. That's classic stuff right there. Hold on. Let Dusty Rhodes. Dusty Rhodes, as much as his WWE uh, run was a, was a rib, it yeah. he, he had a lot of classic stuff. In the short time that he was in the WWE. A year and a half, I think. Yep. Something like that. Let me see here. Hold on. Let's see if I can find one of those bits that you're talking about. Uh, that SummerSlam 90. Yeah. I look high. I look low. There we go. I looked at every nook and cranny in the building, Daddy. Oh, here we go. Hold on. Here we go. I got it right here. Queen Sherry Dusty Rhodes. I saw you and Sapphire arrive here today at the Philadelphia Spectrum. Perhaps you can shed some light on Sapphire's current whereabouts. I tell you, Mean Gene, I don't know. I wish I knew what she was. Ten minutes after we got to the village, she disappeared. 
and I went looking for I searched the building high and low. I looked in every nook and cranny, asked every security guard. I said, hey, have you seen Sweet Sapphire? It's almost as she disappeared in the thin air. I don't mind telling you, Mean Gene, and everyone who's listening. I'm worried. I'm worried big time. Because you've never done anything like this before. Hey, Hacksaw, have you seen Sapphire, baby? No, no, I haven't, Dust. But we're all still looking for her. Well, what about these gifts she's been receiving, Dusty? I know you've been concerned about the anonymous and certainly the lavish nature of them. You bet I'm concerned, Gene, because nobody gets something for nothing. But that's not my business. It's sweet sapphire business. And besides, she's been the happiest she's ever been. She got a diamond ring. She got a full-league mink coat. She got a diamond and sapphire necklace. She got a cruise around the world. She got a gold bracelet. And she got a brand new Cadillac. But baby, where is she? I'm sorry, Gene. I got to go and find Sapphire. All right, as the search for Sapphire continues, I'm reminded that she did say she'd be receiving the biggest gift of all here at SummerSlam. Unfortunately, however, it looks as if she may not be here to receive it. Vince, let's get back to you. Oh, man. Too funny. Yeah, I got to go find her, baby. I look high, I look low, I look near nook and cranny in the building. Oh man, that was too funny. That was those are good times, man. Anybody that's a wrestling fan, man, you got to get into your SummerSlam marathon, SummerSlam season, man. Cause it's good stuff. Yep. Yep. Jim Cornette talking about Lex Luger. Only getting one shot. This is it, Luger. You only get one shot. <laughs> hey, is and has anybody ever seen Brock Lesnar and Luger with Borga in the same spot at the same time? <laughs> no. I just want to know. I swear. And what what do you think of uh, Brock Lesnar's new ponytail? Man, come on, man. Ridiculous. I'll be there. You know Brock can't come back with that. Oh, man, let me see here. Let me, I want to hear a little Jim Cornette, uh... You're talking about... Yes, Lex Luger only get one shot. You blow it, Luger! At that contract <laughs> before anything gets signed around here because Mr. Fuji has instructed me to look it over and make sure there's no irregularities like Jack Tunney has been noted for in the past. Can we... Hold on here. Uh-huh. Okay. That's it. That's it. Hey, wait, hold on. Okay, I think that's about that. Wait a minute, is that in pencil? What, no, okay, that's all right. That is the contract that Mr. Fuji has approved that I have interpreted for him to sign for Yokozuna so everything can proceed. Just chat amongst yourselves. We got some business to attend to here. Don't worry, I'll get you through this, kid. All right, ladies and gentlemen, with that in mind, would you please welcome right now... Industry Finance Commerce, they work harder, they're honest, they're diligent... And they mean everything they say. They are without doubt the most honest people.
Jim Cornette in any time, man. No, I'm talking about when he was younger. He could, it was like he couldn't stand Lex Luger. He didn't go that hard at uh, who who was next? The take like when he 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 beefed with Taker and he feuded with Taker in January. But that whole Lex Luger thing, he could stand Lex Luger, boy. He lost his mind by him getting that title shot. Let's see here. Let me. Undefeated. Great mood in one on one. Let me see if I have any Jim Cornette drops here. Because um, I've always loved uh, the Jim Cornette stuff on on the Power Hour with um, with Jim Ross. Of course, they, it looks like they took a lot of this down. <laughs> Of course, that's where that great line of uh, of um, the Steiner brothers are so stupid that Rick Steiner studied for a urine test. You tried to study for a urine test. <laughs> oh, man. Too funny. Too funny. That guy, James E. Cornette. Too damn funny. See, uh, Henry Jackson in the chat room says that he's got Biggie cashing in at SummerSlam. I don't know about that. Not sure against about who? that. Probably against Roman. Against Roman? Probably a Roman. Because I don't see Biggie cashing ah. in on John Cena. Oh, man. Um, what else? I don't think news-wise, I don't think there's anything else to touch on. How long have you seen it back for? Could that move couple of months. A couple of months. It'll probably stick around through September. Okay, God, I hope he gains that weight back, man. I don't like when people get small like that, man. When you big, just stay big. It's hard to do that if you don't keep up with your uh, regimen. Yeah, all that dropping weight and stuff. Gaining and putting it back. Now, and I know he's not going to come in and try to do the thing that he used to ridicule The Rock for doing. Maybe. (laughs) Maybe. He gave The Rock. Maybe. Uh, no, I don't be in the hypocrite like that. Harry Smith has returned to the WWE. David Hart Smith, as we remember him by. I saw that. He had a dark match at uh, on SmackDown this past Friday. Um, what else? I guess news-wise, that's it. Uh, there was a pay-per-view for TNA over the weekend. Um... 
Did Kenny Omega retain? He did retain. My man. Uh, let's see. But R- the ROH World Champion showed up, though, <laughs> at TNA. So, oh, hell. They're trying to challenge Kenny Omega? Something like that. God damn. So. Kenny Omega trying to do Kurt Angle. What was that? Like 2008? But this is have multiple promotions. World titles. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I don't think that's it. NXT will air on Sci-Fi for the next two weeks. Due to the Olympics, it starts on Friday. That uh, nobody's going to because of the virus. It'll be interesting to see nonetheless. So, as we said, as I said earlier in the show, SmackDown will be taking place live from two locations this coming uh, Friday. It'll take place at the uh, at the Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse in Cleveland, Ohio. And it was ironic that the last time that there was a simulcast in Cleveland was on March 26, 2001. But uh, this, simulcast, this simulcast is all WWE-related, as they will also be having matches take place here in Miami at the Rolling Loud Music Festival. So, and Surfer, I know you're listening, and you're going to listen to this on the playback. I just want to let you know that your boy, the great one who saved, who you say, quote-unquote, saved the Fast and the Furious franchise, he never left WrestleMania with the WWF title. Yeah. Always remember that. As good as he was, as good as you think he was, he never left WrestleMania with the World Wrestling Federation title. We have this. Always keep that in mind. John Cena's hitting the road with the WWE. He's going to be at SmackDown in Cleveland on Friday. Saturday, Saturday he's going to be in action at the Super Show in Pittsburgh. Then on Sunday in Louisville. He is expected to be at Raw next Monday in Kansas City, Missouri. He'll be at the Target Center in Minneapolis next Friday. The Super Show on on Saturday the 31st from Milwaukee. There's a Super Show on August 1st in Detroit. His next SmackDown appearance will take place on August 6th in Tampa. He'll have a Super Show appearance in Fort Myers on August 7th at the Hertz Arena. He will be on Raw Monday, August 9th in Orlando. Friday, August 13th, he'll be in Tulsa, Oklahoma for uh, SmackDown. If Smackdown was, if SmackDown was coming to Orlando, I would go. I'd go to see Roman. Then, um, Don't get me wrong, I like Bobby, but yeah. Bobby ain't Roman. Saturday, August 14th, a Super Show in Charlotte. Another Super Show on the 15th, which is a Sunday, in Columbia. South Carolina. The go-home show for SmackDown will take place in Phoenix, Arizona. And then Saturday, August 21st, Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas. And here's the here's a little bit of... Uh, it was just announced, I guess, today on NXT that the next TakeOver special will take place the Sunday after SummerSlam on the 22nd, live on Peacock. So they giving them Sunday. They giving NXT Sunday. Mm-hmm. So that'll be interesting to see. Um, I think 
that's news-wise, I think we're good. Uh, here's the promo, by the way, for SmackDown. The most anticipated reunion of the summer is here. As John Cena returns home to SmackDown. Plus, live from Rolling Loud Miami, Bianca Belair battles Carmella. And Big E takes on Apollo. It's SmackDown's biggest event of the summer. Until you beat me, you're not the summer of Cena on Friday Night SmackDown. Sponsored by Progressive. 8 Eastern on Fox. Wait a minute. Are they calling the summer of Cena? Yes, they did. <laughs> so look at that, the summer of punk, and now we got the summer of season. God dang, man. Yep. When the last time John Cena won the title at SummerSlam? It's been a minute. His last title reign at SummerSlam, or that he won a title? I don't know. Because he lost it. Because keep in mind, w. Daniel w. Bryan, Seth Rock, no. He started off by losing to Dave Bryant. That, I believe that Rock. was the last one. When? That was the, I think that was his last time as uh, holding the title at SummerSlam. He lost to who? To Daniel Bryan. Wait a minute. That's when Daniel Bryant won the week and started that week title mess? With Randy Orton. I'll tell you oh, right. Oh, you talking about the thirteen? I'm talking. 13. I'll tell you right now. The last time John Cena contended for the world title, 2014 against Brock Lesnar. The year before, uh, no, I take that back. The year before was Daniel Bryan and Randy Orton. Um, uh, for hold on, let me see here. No, Dave Bryan beat him, and then Orton cast in on him in 13. Cena defended the title against Brock at SummerSlam in 14. That was his last title. Right. What about that one with Seth Rollins and, uh, what was the dude? Uh, John Stewart. That was at SummerSlam. I'm looking here. Let me see. That was 16. They're showing what, I'm looking at what the main event listings were. So let me see here. Um... Kevin Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins defeated Seth Rollins as the world champion defeated U.S. champion John Cena at 15. Right. Right. So. But I was talking about the world championship. What do you mean? The WWE title? Yeah. Like that was the last time. 14 was the last time Cena went in as the world champion. At SummerSlam. Well, he's the WWE World Champion because that was the two belts. Yeah, that was in 2014. But you remember in 12, he was him and Punk were both champion, right? That was in 12, or was that 11? 11. And who was 12 then? 12 was... Uh, let's see right now. Results. 12 was... CM Punk as champion against Big Show and Cena. God damn, so Cena was... Okay, 10 was the match against Nexus, right? Mm-hmm. That was the elimination match. But I think that match closed the show. Yes, it did. Oh, Double, this is what I meant to ask you, too. You were there in 06, right? At the Royal Rumble in 06, right? Yeah. Okay. 
That man, it was a match I want to ask you about. God dang it. I'm drawing a blank. I was she, I was cause I was on the Royal Rumble little bench. That's you know, that's the one Mysterio one. Right. What was the WWE title match that year, Olsen? Was it, it was, was Edge and uh Edge? Edge is the it champion. Yeah. You're right. Cena, Edge was the champion. And, oh, yeah. How would you feel about Cena doing that crazy interest with that freaking thing? You know what? Came, that I don't. I remember seeing what the hell is that thing lowering from the ceiling. <laughs> and uh, I, I, I don't remember having a good view of Cena walking down that thing. I, I forgot all about that one. Because they bought it back at, what, 22, right? 22 was different. He had the, uh, they raised the ramp so that the car could come out from under the ramp. But the it, Tommy guns, The right? Tommy guns. But in, at the Royal Rumble, they were they lowered a, a walkway. Right. And I remember so because. two big entrances. Yeah, yeah two big entrances. And I was like, what the hell is this? <laughs> Which, by the way, that match should have either Ray winning the Rumble or that match should have closed the show because what closed the show that night? Mark Henry and Kurt Angle. But now I know why they why they closed the show with that. Because of the spot the, with The Undertaker destroying the ring. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> I, that's why I go back and watch some of this stuff so I can just... Remind myself what the hell went on at some of these pay per views. You, I can come and be like, you know what I'm saying? Don't look what the hell was that about? Yeah. And you're right. Taker coming, and Taker didn't even get the title. No, he didn't. He well, did. He did. Uh, <laughs> but no, he didn't wrestle. He didn't get the he, title. He didn't wrestle. He challenged. It was Mark Henry and Kurt right. for the title. Right. No, but I'm saying. He didn't get the title until like a year later. Like a year later. Yeah, you're right. right. At 23. I'm looking at this entrance from the Royal Rumble with Cena now that you're talking about. I'm thinking, God damn, what the hell were they thinking? And him hitting the foot. He would stomp and shoot the confetti, yeah. It was like they took a bad blaster. Instead of using a bad blaster, we're going to make him goddamn do a whole entrance. Yeah, it was so weird. Because all they did was shoot confetti. It was so weird what they did. And, it, and the thing was like, shh, came down and here comes Cena I 
Yeah, that was just a big waste of time and money. <laughs> and it let you know, if somebody get issues like this, they ass ain't losing. Exactly. That's just a big waste of... How much did that cost WWE to do? A whole hell of a lot. Absolutely. And another thing I noticed, going back and watching these pay-per-views, like the runs and stuff, people give Triple H hell because he was... Because people... Because Triple H was champion at least once. He, but his year was 99. He was not champion in uh, 2001. No. People give him a lot of flack. But he was... He never touched the title in 2001. Because he was hurt most of the year. 2002. But go ahead. 2002, he was champion most of the year. Yeah. 2003, 2004, 2005. Once he lost to Batista... Triple H sniffed the title until No Mercy 07. That damn John Cena and Edge. Oh no, they traded the title. Orton. They had the title nonstop. I know. Them three. It's like once Triple H got off, Batista came on the scene with Cena. Them three. I mean, I watched like four or five Royal Rumbles back to back, <laughs> and Edge was challenging for one of them titles. Ford mm-hmm. was challenging for one. I think they they were worse than Cena. Now so. you know why they're all in double digits. It was ridiculous. Like from 06, I think to like 10 or 11, maybe even 12. It was like, God. That, and people get Triple H. We gave Triple H so much hair. I know Rest in Priest Problem Child. He used to always give him Triple H. Boy, he wasn't, uh, unless he had his eyes closed. Now that I think about it, God dang. I'll, John Cena, Edge. So let's, 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 let me see here. Hold on. I'll tell you right now. Give me two seconds and I'll. Gonna... And it was always, see, like the Royal Rumble. So here we One go. One of them five, three was in it. So here we go. Here we go. I'm going to give you the top five champions of of both things, okay? The world title, Edge, seven, Triple H, five, Batista, four, Randy Orton, four, The Undertaker, three, okay? The WWE champion, the top five, John Cena, 13, Randy Orton, 10, Triple H, nine, The Rock, eight, and Hulk Hogan six, so as you can see, one, two, just between Edge, John Cena, Randy Orton, and Triple H, I think they are the only four people that have double-digit title reigns. Right. Not including Ric it, Flair. And the thing about it, none of them had like long. I think Cena had the longest reign probably out of all of them when he had it from what? He won it at that Rumble in 06. And what, he ain't lose it again until... Let me think. I'm, I'm, don't help me, Double A. That's WrestleMania 23. He still had... He ain't lose that title to No Mercy. Mm-hmm. John, he got hurt. John Cena... His long, his total combined reigns as WWE champion, as the World Wrestling Federation champion, as we like to say. Right. 
He comes in at number four. But I'm saying One his longest reign, if I can remember, was when he won it at that Rumble. He didn't lose it again until 07 when he got hurt. If he went to that pick, he would have had that title. Had it from September. From September, he won it at September. He won it at Unforgiven, September seventeenth, two thousand six, and vacated the title on ECW October second, two thousand seven. So he held the title okay, for so three hundred and eighty days. From January to okay, so he got it in January at the Rumble, lost it, but he was probably hurt then, right? Double H before he got it back, and then no, well, no. You're right. So he won in January, 06, lost it when, you said? September of 06, lost it October of 07. Okay, got it back. He got it back. Uh, I'm right? He got it back. No, he got it back at his next world title. His next WWE title reign was September 13th, 2009 at Breaking Point. No, Blade. no, no. Oh. Okay, I'm talking about, okay, he won it at the Rumble. Mm-hmm. He lost it to Edge, right? He lost it to lost RVD. RVD, okay. That was that one night stand? And then Edge won it. And then he Edge lost it to Cena. At Unforgiven. At Unforgiven in September. That was September 17th, that, 2006. And then he tore the pack after that. October of 2007. Right. And then that's when Orton got it. And, and that's, got that's, it. that was... Right, that was triple. That night, Triple H got the title back for the first time since '05, and then he didn't touch it again until what 2009. Yeah. Right until after he won, he won an elimination chamber. That's what I'm saying. Ain't no, ain't no blips in Cena like that. Probably until now. You get what I'm saying? Ain't no yeah. long, ain't no two year gap in no John Cena title reign. Like it is with Triple H, I give his what? What you say he has? What ten? You said ten or something like that? Yes, thirteen. WWE title. Triple H has got thirteen. Oh, Triple H has uh uh five and hold on, I'll tell you right now five and five and five. He's got ten. Okay, I give his ten. More props than I give Cena 13. That's just my opinion. That's just how I feel about it. Because John Cena was playing hot potato from basically 2005. Hell, he rushed back, remember, to come back at that rumble. Yeah. Even though he lost at Mania, he didn't take him long to get it back. Like you said, he got it back at what that pay-per-view was breaking point, right? Mm-hmm. Right. See what I'm saying? And by 2000, and he held it all the way until Sheamus beat him, if I'm not mistaken, right? Uh, he lost it to... Uh, Sheamus. I'll tell you right now. I'm looking at it right now. At TLC. Mm, no. He lost it to Randy Orton at Hell in a Cell in October. Got it back from John, Got it back from Orton at bragging rights so they traded at each yeah. pay-per-view they were trading to pay the see what I'm saying and then Survivor Series he retained but then he lost the title to Sheamus at TLC to Sheamus at TLC right but 
Then he turned around and won the song, bitch, at the Elimination Chamber. Yes, he did. And lost it right back well, to... Well, lost it to Batista. Lost it to Batista. <laughs> and then got it back from Batista at WrestleMania. At WrestleMania. And then lost know? it to Sheamus, <laughs> who then lost it to Randy Orton. And Orton lost it to The Miz, and then The Miz lost it so to So Sheamus beat him twice for the title? Yes. Damn, I forgot about that second one. And Sheamus wow. lost it to Randy Orton at that point. And then somehow, some way, Cedar worked it way worked it back to him, right? Right, because he defeated the Miz at Extreme Rules. Okay, that was after Mania twenty seven. Yep. And then, then the CM Punk storyline happened. CM, right? Some of Punk happened, right? So he lost it to Punk. He got and it from Punk, Ray. Because yeah, remember the title did, was held but, up. Yeah, he beat Ray for it. Uh huh. And then they had the unification match. And Punk beat him. And, yep, and then he didn't have the title again until he then beat... Then Del Rio uh, beat Punk. And, right, and then Cena beat uh, Del Rio. Really? Yeah. And then Punk beat Cena again. No, no, no. Cena How beat Punk get it back? C- Del Rio lost it to, to Punk at SummerSlam. Right. Cena beat Del Rio... At Night of Champions. Del Rio beat Cena at Hell in a Cell. And then CM Punk won it at the Survivor Series. Which started that year and a half title. Right, 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 right. Because that's when The Miz and... uh, What what were they called? Yeah, I forgot. The the Truth. Awesome Truth. Awesome Awesome Truth, truth, yeah. They attacked Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then CM Punk won it at Survivor Series and kept it until he and lost it to The Rock. Lost it to The Rock, right. So that was the longest time John Cena ain't had a title. That run, when Punk run. Two years almost. Right. And then once he got his ass back in, <laughs> once The Rock got it, it was like it's back on again. Yeah. We got it, and then he lost it to Daniel Bryan, and that was it. He didn't have it again for a year. Oh, no, he went to the world title, remember? He went he to the world title, yes. I know he beat Chris Jericho yeah. for that. Right. But, uh... And then they unified him at TLC. Uh-huh. Now, there was a lot, yeah. a lot of... Back and forth, hot you know? Pota- hot hot potato. potato. As you put it, yeah. Right. But we'll see what happens here. We're going to see. Yes, sir. But well, we close it out now. I know you. You know what I'm saying? No, no, no. Been up no. For a couple hours. Yeah, good, yeah. Been good radio tonight. I know. I and mean, we, we had a guess. We had a guess, and we we figured out a lot of things. Talked to talked to wrestling the whole time. Current wrestling. On top of that. Facts. All right. Facts. So with that said, tomorrow night the Mark Order podcast live. At ten fifteen, following um, um, following AEW Dynamite, from Tur- West Newberry, Massachusetts. Yeah, <laughs> Turnbuckle <laughs> Throwbacks, Turnbuckle Throwbacks live seven o'clock Friday night, right here on your radio. Hopefully, they won't have technical problems. Um, Shiny Wizards. Oh. Midnight Jury got confirmation. Midnight Jury will be live this Saturday at 8 p.m. 
Sh- um, the Shiny Wizards, Monday night at 7. This program next Tuesday, live at 9 p.m. And, um, and yeah, you know, we're going to have some fun. Don't forget, March, or March, August 21st, I believe we're looking at a 4 o'clock start time uh, for the 700th episode of The Rant. And then, of course, that'll serve as your pre-show for SummerSlam, and we'll take you right up to match time, and then we'll bring you a post-show following the event as well. Um, Any final thoughts, Tony C.? Yeah, just being from West Newberry, Massachusetts, man. Hadn't heard that in a long time. God damn. I still, have to hear that now. It still was a good, uh, a good, uh, a good pop. I don't care what you say. <laughs> and and can y'all please get some road game for by uh by by the time he appears. Oh, I know, right? Next, man. I know. Man, right? need some old. Man needs some Rogaine, man. And some uh, and some spray tan, man. <laughs> Damn, he says spray tan. Listen, I want you to go back and look at his legs when he came out of Money in the Bank. It looked like he was wearing socks. Support socks on top of that, you know, like how the old ladies oh, wear. Oh, you talking about Cena? I'm talking about the I'm talking about old bird. You talking oh, about no, I'm talking about Cena. Cena. He need, he need, he need, he needs Rogaine too. The back of his head is thinning. Oh man. He's got a uh he's got what is it? Um he's got a yarmulke developing. Come on, Vince. If you're gonna have these people out here, make at least make them look presentable. Speaking of, speaking of Vince, okay, let me let me cut the music for one he second here. He, he looked, looked better than them. Oh yeah, there was a uh, WWE tweeted out a uh, or Instagrammed a video of Vince in the gym over the weekend doing uh, doing some uh, some weights. The guy's insane. Let's just put it that way. He's still right. doing working out like crazy. But did you get to watch the Stone Cold? Um, um, Broken Kevin Skull Nash, with Kevin man. Nash? No, I, it's on my. It's on my list. Let me tell you something. I, I got. I got. This is where I gotta. I don't. I know it's WWE's. It's not WWE's fault, but I wish we could get an unedited version, an uncensored version of the Broken Skull Sessions because the very beginning of the show was laced with profanity, like the first ten minutes of the show was just laced with profanity. So you get these random dead air. Because, you know, they're throwing F-bombs and saying shit and this and that and whatever. Because they're having a good time. But <laughs> Kevin Ash tells a story of when he was uh, getting inducted into the Hall of Fame as Diesel. <laughs> and he goes, Vince hates gray hair. And he asked me, 30 minutes before I was supposed to go and give my speech, there's still time to dye your hair. And he said that, um, he said, Vince, come on, man. Stop busting my balls. And and I'm not going to dye my hair. He talked about his time in TNA. It was real. It was, it was very good. It was very funny. Some of the things they said. Uh, because How the hell he let Oldberg come out there with a whole gray goatee? Oh, and oh, he threw Goldberg under the bus. 
Kevin Nash did, that is, in this uh, special. Man alive. It was, but it was entertaining. They told some old stories. They talked about uh, driving a Corsica, him and Steve Austin. (laughs) (laughs) Did they talk about the finger poke of doom? They did. They did. They talked about the finger poke of doom. They talked about, they talked about a lot of things, actually. They talked about uh, Kevin Dash told, Steve Austin asked him about his pay in TNA. And Kevin Ash kept it very short. He didn't get into detail. Oh, and he was pissed, by the way, of the DX invasion into, uh, uh, at, at, in Norfolk. Uh, at Norfolk. Was it Hampton, Hampton or Norfolk? In Norfolk. He said he was pissed. And he said he was trying to get this fat security guard to open the door, and they wouldn't open it. Mental process now. Hold on. Doing it. Let me see here. By now, you've had... How go. many years in the business? This is this is what he asked him about. What what was what was his life like on the road at TNA? This is Kevin Ash's response now. So you know what's up? What's the mental process now? Doing the job, staying safe, trying to get over. What, what, what where are you at? I'm driving 71 miles from my garage. Here we go <laughs> to Universal <laughs> Studios. Yeah. Walking in at 5.30, doing a six-man tag, going over the double tree, having two medium-rare burgers, a salad, and a bottle of Franciscan, <laughs> and, getting paid, 15, getting, and getting paid 15K. <laughs> That's it. That's all he said about his run in TNA. <laughs> oh, man. So no, they talk. I, I think they talked about the. Let me see here. Hold on, I want to play. I got to play a little bit of it because this is funny. nobody's coming back on. I'll be there. Two shooters to. Sh- let me see here. You, you you go on a Saturday. Hold on. And you do five hundred Hindus. All right. Five hundred step ups. Here we go. Run the ropes on. for five. Getting out. <laughs> you kept getting out, and you were standing by. Here we go. Hold on. But dude, when you put the seat way back, the car was about a Hold on, I'm gonna run. all the things that we've been through down in WCW. I mean, we traveled together. I used to have an old Honda CRX, and that that car was about as big as this beer can. And when I tell people that story, those cars are so small, they're like, Well, how did Kevin fit in there? He's seven feet. But dude, when you put the seat way back, it you was, had plenty of leg room. Just, I drive a, a 05 Mustang. It's the same thing. People say to me, how the hell do you drive a 05 Mustang? Now, you couldn't put a chihuahua behind me. Yeah, but, but the thing but about it was, you, when I pulled the CRX over and it, you got out, you kept getting out, <laughs> you kept getting out, and you were standing about that high over the car, yeah, yeah. That, that was when the fun started. Yeah, no. I remember at one point, uh, the deal was that I bought the beer and you bought the gas. That's some bitch you got about 50 miles of the gallon. Did. I was getting killed on that deal. I made out like a bandit on that deal. Oh. So, yeah, give it a, give it a watch. I think I sh- you should make a view your viewing for tonight. It's only an hour and 20 minutes. It's pretty funny. Because um, Kevin Nash is very uh, eloquent. Like, he's very, he speaks, ve- speaks very well. 
and um, I'm gonna check it out. It, it, it's right. it's pretty yeah. funny. They talk, like I said, they did talk about the NWO. Oh, I gotta play this. It's a WW. They, it was a WWE uh, exclusive uh, that they put on YouTube. Um, I'm gonna play it for you. Give me one second. That it was pretty funny as well. Um, WWE Stone Cold Kevin Nash. Because Stone Cold says you got 60 seconds or 30 seconds to name as many members of the NWO as you can. So, uh, oh wait, he did he did two things here. Hold on, here we go. Hey, Stone Cold Steve Austin here with my next guest on the Broken Skull Sessions, two-time WWE Hall of Famer, Kevin Nash. Kevin, I want you to give me your Mount Rushmore of big men in the business of sports entertainment. Oh, there's so many. Uh, Andre? Murdoch shot in, look at this backdrop! Well, like one and then 1A would be Giant Gonzalez. Giant Gonzalez! That man's eight feet tall! And he's a monster. A real monster. Great athleticism for the yeah. man. Really didn't get the exposure needed, but I gotta go with Yeti. Yeti for the three spot. What in the hell is going on? And who is on whose side? Love the bear hug. And uh, I'm going to throw in Master Blaster Steel. Master Blaster Steel. Yeah, yeah, that was hell of a debut. We're here not to make friends. We're here to hurt people. Yeah, the Master Blasters, we're here to rule. I think they lasted uh, a, 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 five days. A great roster. The best big man, as named by two-time Hall of Famer Kevin Nash. He may have had one already. Join my... And then there was uh, this one. Stone Cold Steve Austin with my next guest on the Broken Skull Sessions, two-time WWE Hall of Famer, Kevin Nash. Kevin, play a little game with you called the 30-second shot clock. I'm going to hit the button, and when I do, in 30 seconds, name as many members of the NWO as you can. Are you ready? Yes. Go. Hulk, Hall, X-Pac, Steiner, Luger, Sting, Conan, Macho Man, um, Bagwell, Scott North, Virgil, Horace, that's where we are, Perfect, Rude, Miss Elizabeth, is he in that? <laughs> 30 seconds is up, check out the big brain on Kevin, I couldn't remember that many. Join myself and Kevin on the next Broken Skull Sessions, and that's the bottom line. That's funny. Because I said so. But yeah, so you need to check it out. It was pretty funny. It really was. Like I said, they talked about a Corsica. They talked about. Uh, they talked about when uh, when he thought Vince called him over to his house because he had uh, he was going to get fired. It <laughs> was to tell him that he was going to win the WWE title. Uh, he talks about um, he talks about passing out on McMahon's couch the night he was going to tell him he was going to win the WWE title. On top of that, uh, what else? He talked about a lot of things. He talked about the the curtain call. He said he was pissed that Triple H got punished. Um, that he was pissed at Sean for not standing up for Triple H. And, watch it yeah so yeah definitely check it out 
All right, so with that said, I want to thank everybody for listening to us live and everybody listening to the chat room. If you're listening to us on uh, Discord or wherever else, you know, be a part. Uh, join us. Talk. This and that. Damn it. We're live every week. For Double A, or for Double A, for Tony C, I'm Double A. Have a good night, everybody. <laughs>